Hello, I'm Mel. And I'm Steph. And this is East Asia for All, a podcast about the East Asian pop culture and media that you love. We're both working on our PhDs in Chinese history, but we also study and teach about East Asia in general. If you're listening right now, you, like us, probably also have an addiction to East Asian pop culture and media. Between the two of us, we've lived on and off in China, Taiwan, and Japan since 2007. So we're taking our love for East Asia, our experiences there, and the knowledge we've gained in the Ivory Tower, and making it available beyond our classroom walls. Today we want to talk a little bit about streaming television in China, and in particular Danmu, a popular chat or commenting function that many Chinese young people use while watching TV, and the popularity of what many Americans might regard as a quintessentially American show, The Simpsons. The Simpsons is obviously wildly popular in the U.S., although its cold following has diminished somewhat over the years. But it also has a strong international following and has been translated and aired in more than 70 countries. Yeah, The Simpsons is incredibly popular in China. The first Simpsons stores in the world opened in Shanghai and Beijing in 2016. Which is even more interesting if you know that The Simpsons was banned in China from 2006 to 2014. Totally. In China, The Simpsons began airing in the early 2000s, but... The entire show was banned in 2006 from airing on television, and it wouldn't become available again until 2014, when the video streaming site Sohu was allowed to offer the episodes online. Now, the reason given by the Chinese government in 2006 for banning not only The Simpsons, uh, but also SpongeBob and Mickey Mouse (laughs) was to foster a better environment for local Chinese cartoons to flourish. Yeah. Also, in 2005, a year before being banned, The Simpsons released an episode entirely set in China titled Goo Goo Guy Pan. And true to form, The Simpsons writers did not hold back. In Goo Goo Guy Pan, Selma, who's one of Marge's older uh, twin sisters, decides she's going to adopt a baby from China after a failed attempt at adoption in the U.S. But to do this, she has to pretend that Homer is her husband which is not easy for her, because the Chinese adoption agency is really loath to help a single mother with adoption. So basically, it's one of those Simpsons travel episodes, like when the Simpsons go to Australia or the Simpsons go to Japan. Which are basically excuses for the Simpsons writers to bring up and lean into every stereotype possible, including the stereotype of the bumbling American tourist. Yeah. So, for example... The Chinese adoption agent, Madam Wu, voiced by Lucy Liu, snarkily tells Lisa that Tibet was previously known for being, quote, mostly independent. Yeah, she does not react well to that. Lisa doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa the Buddhist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Homer, in a scene, coos to the embalmed corpse of Chairman Mao. Look at him sleeping. He's like a little angel that killed 50 million people. Oh, damn. (laughs) As the family tours Tiananmen Square, they see a monument which reads, quote, on June 6th, 1989, nothing happened here. And the episode is rife with other stereotypes about Chinese culture. Dragons, 
pandas, monuments to Chinese takeout, and, of course, the whole reason that the Simpsons are going to China, a cultural preference for boys which left hundreds of thousands of baby girls in orphanages. Per usual, however, the Simpsons also dig at its own American audience. Crates of Heartland American Oatmeal are seen being shipped from a Chinese airport to America. (laughs) And at the end of the episode, the cringeworthy Chinese dragons celebrate the, quote, American jerks going home, (laughs) while Selma celebrates being able to bring home Ling to raise her into a, quote, spoiled American teenager. Mm, America. And you can see some changes in the way China has been viewed by American audiences since the Goo Goo Guy Pan episode aired in 2005. A really revealing scene in this episode is when the Chinese adoption agency in Springfield has a sign that says China is, quote, Russia's wacky neighbor, which might have been how China was popularly viewed then. But now, given current tensions with Russia, as well as North Korea, probably occupying the role as, quote, wacky world neighbor in most American imaginations, I don't think that label would resonate well today yeah totally and i think china's taken much more seriously now as an international power and less as russia's wacky neighbor (laughs) yeah and you know we haven't found any direct sources which address how the chinese government or public really reacted to this exact episode gugu gai pan but we were lucky enough to grab some screenshots from a popular streaming site called bilibili about a later episode of the simpsons which mentioned china in china in a pretty negative light so if you've ever tried to watch the simpsons while in china you've probably used a streaming website like PPS, Yoku, or Bilibili. Now, especially if you've used Bilibili, you've probably noticed that the show often features not only subtitles in Chinese, but also textual commentary from other viewers that zips across the screen. And so these are called Danmu. Yeah, so Tamu or bullet subtitles are real-time commentary on video watching websites that flash across the screen like bullets. And these originated in Japan and were then picked up by popular uh, sites in China a few years ago. Bilibili was the first major site to have this feature, but now pretty much all Chinese video watching websites have it. It's kind of like being in a chat room, uh, except everyone is watching the same video. And the comments are happening right now on the screen. Uh, Sometimes there are so many comments that you can't even see the video underneath. Yeah. And the bullet subtitle feature is so popular that some movie theaters have experimented with movie screenings that also have that feature. Yeah. uh, We have a quotation from a 2014 article in the Global Times about one of these kind of experimental screenings. Uh, The article says, quote, Huang Leida, a viewer who has watched the bullet screen versions of uh, Tiny Times 3.0, which is um, a romantic comedy, um, said he saw streams of messages during the screening that not only included opinions on the plot and characters, but also dating invitations, advertisements, and a request for help finding a phone charger. I love it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Most of the time, though, people are reacting to and discussing the video that they're all watching. Right. So going back to The Simpsons, uh, we have some examples of these bullet subtitles from an episode called Homer's Paternity Coot in season 17, which aired in 2006. Um, And you can see a lot of different types of commentary. Yeah. In a scene where Marge is reading some long lost mail that might be, quote, 
age inappropriate for children, she complained, saying, quote, why can't the government edit our mail like other countries? <laughs> why can't it? Really? <laughs> yeah. And so in reaction to that, one Chinese viewer celebrates this comment by typing out, my country, mocking the censorship of the Chinese government. <laughs> <laughs> and later... When Krusty the Clown makes the comment that he's okay with the fact that toys in China kill little kids, presumably because they're low quality, the Chinese subtitles do not translate this. Instead, Krusty's dialogue says that he can accept that Bush invaded Iraq. So salty. Mm -hmm. And the Chinese viewers typing out uh, bullet subtitles kind of go wild at this censorship in the subtitles. Um, A ton of disgruntled comments pop up asking how the subtitles could so obviously and intentionally give incorrect translations. After a viewer translates what Krusty actually said on the bullet subtitles, there are some pretty nationalistic reactions. One user wrote... American stuff is trash. See how this cartoon is polluting our culture? These bullet subtitles really give us an interesting and and really unique perspective into online viewers' reactions as they're watching. Now, The Simpsons is obviously not banned online, although it is increasingly difficult to stream for free and is no longer aired on broadcast television. And as far as bullet subtitles go, the government seems to be watching the function and considering restricting it. It's hard to censor because it happens uh, in real time, kind of similar to live video, which is also subject to some intense government crackdowns right now. You know what I uh, just thought of? Where am I going to learn my Chinese slang if there's no more danmu? <laughs> what will I do? All the good slang is on the danmu. You just have to lurk in Chinese forums. No! (laughs) Much less interesting. (laughs) We would love to know what you all think about The Simpsons, the idea of bullet subtitles, or anything you've heard this episode. Find us on Twitter. In wrapping up, we want to say a few words about our sponsors. We're a new podcast funded generously by the American Councils for International Education Critical Language Scholarship Alumni Development Program and the Phillips Ambassadors Alumni Award at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. If you like our podcast, you could really help us out by telling others about the podcast and leaving a review on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at East Asia for All or visit our website, eastasiaforall.com, for show notes and more information about the podcast. We're lucky that we don't need funding or donations right now, but we could use your support in getting the word out. Thanks. Thanks.